Hello, 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 hello. It's the Rambling Viking here. Back at it again. Hope everybody's doing amazing. Hope you had a wonderful Tuesday. I don't like how I've gotten in the habit of recording these super late at night because then I feel like I'm re- I'm releasing this, you know, at 10:30 at night, and then it's supposed to be the daily ramble for Tuesday. But most people are listening to it on Wednesday, so I'm trying to get ahead of the game here, folks. And I'm struggling at it, but I promise it's coming. I will get I will do better and get my release dates in order. So that being said. I got some exciting news. I have a Twitter now. It is uh, at Rambling Viking. Um, it's, or you can search the Rambling Viking on Twitter and it'll come up. It'll have the same cover art um, where it's a little Viking helmet and it says the Rambling Viking in a, in a word bubble. And that's me. Um, going to start looking, crowdsourcing questions and things through through Twitter and uh, putting those on the show. And I already tweeted out um, one. So if you uh, want to respond to me, um, if you... You can contact me any way you prefer. You can send me a voice message on Anchor, which um, Patrick from We Are Planet did. And I want to thank him. Big shout out to him for uh, for that. And uh, if you haven't listened to his podcast, I think it's a really, really, it's a really interesting podcast. Really cool. Very positive and uh, open-minded. Definitely relaxing. Um, I think a lot of ways can be a different tone than me. I'm kind of aggressive and intense and you know, really diving in and he's more laid back. Um, but I've only listened to one episode, but definitely check him out. He's uh, got a really cool thing going there. Uh, seems like a really, really nice guy. Um, so thank you for that, uh, for your message, Patrick. Wanted to give you a verbal shout out to all seven people who listen to this. And uh, yeah, but I already have first question up on Twitter. It is, um, if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? And I'm going to give it another day to sit. And I will um, probably include this in my in in um, my main episode tomorrow. Which, by the way, I'm still working on a proper name for my main episode strain because I have the daily ramble, and then which is just a, a daily splurge. It's kind of off the top of my head, more or less. And then I have my actual episodes, which are numbered and they're structured, and those are once a week. And then I'm also working on the, a new series too. Kind of, it's gonna be tracking my life and my shift on attitude, perception, positivity, et cetera, et cetera. It's basically my my personal growth, and it's gonna be kind of some, you know, improving, trying to improve your life and improve on things. So, yeah, some some really exciting stuff. And I, I do have the Patreon. So, um, by the way, if you want to tweet at me and certain things here and there, I mean, might as well answer them. Have the Patreon. Um, if there's anybody who wants to go, check that out. And um, I already have my tier systems, my Carl's, and I think I might have misled you if you listened to my last couple episodes where I talked about them. So there's Carl's, Jarl's, and, and Kings, which are the common terms. Um, back in the, those are the Viking class terms. So the Carl's are the freemen, they're the lowest of the low. Then you have Jarl's. They had slaves, but I didn't think it was very appropriate to put that in there. Then Jarl's were kind of like the lords, the noblemen, the richer men, and then you had obviously Kings, who were the tip top. Um, but those uh, those tiers, so the Carl's is one dollar. And that a lot that gives you a shout out, and then you get you can have a question answered on the podcast, um, and all of these give you a shout out. And then you have Yarls at three dollars, and that is um, a sh- um, I already said that shout out allows you to pick a topic for any segment except the voyage, so that in, um, in in an episode, so you could have me do what dulls my axe, which is anger me ranting about some pet peeve, and that might be interesting because. 
whatever you submit for that, I may not have a pet peeve on it. So I would have to find something, find some way to, I'd have to orchestrate a way for that to be a pet peeve for me. Um, so that would be really creative. And then, um, or uh, give me something to, give me a crazy review to read. Uh, or you can submit a, a funny story, funny, goofy, embarrassing story, whatever you want, and I'll read it. Um, or one of my favorites, the fake sponsor fill. If you want to get creative and come up with a fake sponsor fill, please feel free. Um, then the, so that's the Yarls, that's $3. And then the Kings is $5. And that will, um, allow you to pick a topic for an episode. So you can pick a topic for the daily ramble or sports ramble, um, which sometimes daily ramble is a sports ramble. Um, or the voyage, which is the main topic in my, in, in my episodes, um, which is, you know, something more serious or whatever, where I talk about, you know, cultural appropriation is what I'm, when, the, when I've talked about, um, crap, I'm blanking on some of my episodes. It's been, a, it's been a couple weeks or a week or so, but you, and then you can even, um, with that, you could even make an appearance on the podcast or you could just record yourself giving your thoughts and opinions and then I'll respond accordingly. So, uh, lots of options on my Kings, but, uh, if you'd like to have an active, uh, a, an active role in actually constructing this podcast and content, um, that's the way you can do it. Um, but honestly, I'm pretty open to that and pretty loose about that. And if you just contact me and wanted to help anyways, I probably would do it free of charge but um i figured you know what the heck we'll set up the patreon and people someone wanted to give either because they felt sorry for me or they you know wanted to be a part then go for it but by no means do you have to and uh i'll obviously be active on twitter so if you have questions you can use twitter to um to to you know contact me ask or answer some of my questions and i plan to try and be doing those you know once or twice a week doing some crowdsourcing questions and different things and um or maybe just getting your thoughts on it so we can build build a conversation i want to have a, an active listener base who who i'm hearing from regularly who can you know can kind of have a say in the podcast because while it may at least for now just be me talking um, it, it's good to have that, that back and forth dialogue to some extent, I believe, because if, if you're anything like me, I can get on something. And if I'm by myself, I will go down that rabbit hole by myself into this topic. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like my own little cheerleader. And then I'll talk about it with, start to talk about it with someone else. And they'll be like, wait, 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 wait a minute. And just like stop my whole train and cut me off before I even get, you know, a quarter mile down the tracks. And it's like, oh, I didn't think about it from that aspect because it was just me, but that's, uh, that's kind of the update, the long form update of uh, what's going on with the podcast and, um, what I'm, what I'm working on. I'm trying to, you know, continue to build, uh, I want to build some consistent content release and I want to build and I want to release quality. So once again, if you don't mind, you know, just sharing, um, go f- go follow me and retweet this question. Cause I want to get some answers. Like I want to have a few answers to read. I'm going to read all the answers on here. And right now I've just had to source through my friends and I have like four or five, but um, I obviously will tell you mine. And then um, hopefully, you know, you can get yours on there and then that'd, that'd be kind of fun to see what everybody says and their, and their reasonings. So uh, and we can break that down, but that'll be uh, probably an episode on its own. If, if I can't fit it into, because we all know how I get on, on a ramble and a rant and, Next thing you know, it's <laughs> um, 20 minutes on something that was supposed to be like five. So, you know, there, there's that. But 
I always, it's an interesting thing. I'll be going through my day and I'm like, oh, I can ramble about, I can put that on today's episode, that on today's episode, talk about that. Big things come up and I'll be like, oh, I want to write that down because that'll go into uh, the main series. Uh, <clears throat> that'll go into the raids. Um, that's perfect. That's what it's going to be called, the raid. Because that's what Vikings are known for. We're, we're raiding. So it's going to be the raid. And that's my main episode series. Folks, we have a mystery solved. You know, it's funny. I better write that down. But that's what it's going to be called. So, um, and in the raid, you have what dulls my axe, the voyage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I should add, you can also pick on the Jarls. You can also pick um, the the battle casualty. That, that segment's kind of hit or miss, so it's not going to be on every episode. But listen to a couple interesting things today, talking about <sighs> it was an atheist and ben, it was Ben Shapiro and Sam Harris talking. And it's always really interesting to hear someone of faith talk to someone from not of faith and in the context of it's two really smart people because you don't have kind of the dumb um, circular arguments that get nowhere, but they actually talk about deeper things and talking about, you know, you know reason and, and, and where you can get your morals and, and the foundations of modern society. And, and, and they totally disagree. And it's, it's really, really interesting um, to hear that point of view from them. And, you know, I, I hold to that, this country is founded on Judeo-Christian values or values that have been pulled from there um, along with reason. They, they had an interesting – that was the biggest interesting thought was that it was uh, you reason and religion need each other. You need, you need kind of a happy mixture of both because when you just have reason, they talk about the French Revolution. That's what you have then. Um, and you can, that leads the, he referenced that kind of leads only to, that kind of leads to like the communist type states. But when you just have religion, uh, then we've all seen what that has when you have the, the tyrannical religious led states and a theocracy that ultimately be, becomes tyrannical because it, it, in, it essentially is run by people when people are flawed. And so, and we've seen, we already talked about, you know, power corrupts. And so there, you know, corruption will always seep in. And that was another interesting thought we were uh, talking about today was uh, Candace Owens on Joe Rogan's show was talking about how, you know, she, she looks at the left and they, they almost, and I, it's funny, I mentioned this and then I heard her talking about this was that she mentions that they, they think that people are perfectible. And, and so we're, we're pushing for this perfection, which um, but her, there's a rift in the, in, in what they, her and Joe respond. Well, you know, I think we're trying to, we're, we've gotten better. We're trying to get better. We can get better. And she was like, well, people aren't perfectable. And there was kind of a rift in their communication because she was saying, she's, I think she's just saying that we're not going to ever reach perfect, but I don't think she, that means she's not saying that we're not going to get better. Okay. She's not. So she can, you can have both there. It's not one or the other. And he was just saying, you know, we're going to get better and we can, we can reach a better point. Or we, or things get better and better and better, but um, you know, I don't think he's by any means saying it'll be perfect. And they were talking specifically about racism, and it's like, well, I think racism has drastically gone down. But uh, I agree with Candace, and what she said was, first of all, Candace, when I hear her talk, she's so fire and fired up, it gets me all fiery and fired up, and uh, it may not be good to talk to me after because I was in a casual conversation afterwards, but like, I got real like 
debateful. I don't want to say argumentative, but like debateful about it, about self-reliance and stuff and how you should know how to do some certain things. And, and the girl looking at me goes, if you're, if you're about, if you're trying to go around a rabbit hole, just stop. And I was like, oh. And then I thought, oh crap, why am I, why am I being so argumentative about something that's so trivial? But that's that's what happens. So that's why that's another reason why I have this podcast so I can get this this pin up energy out because a lot of times I'm, I can be I can be off putting to people because I I just like to discuss ideas and beg beg the question. I think you should always always be asking why. Like you shouldn't just ever. It's hard to say this, but hard to get this across, but it's not bad to say why, you know, um, looking at anything. I mean, why do we do this? Why is this this way? And, uh, so naturally I have like shoulder length hair and I love when people talk about, you know, Oh, he's a clean, real good looking guy. And I've always asked, well, why can you not have, and, and what they mean by that, you know, when you think, a uh, a, a clean, I guess uh, clean is not the word, but like, yeah, kind of basically usually they'll say shaven, but but when you talk about like a, a business professional guy, it's a, it's a, you know, high and tight haircut and no beard. And it's like, hold on. You mean I can't have, I can't. So you're, so you're saying well-groomed with long hair, probably pulled back. And then a beard is, you know, a beard that's well-trimmed and well, well manicured. That can't be a business professional. And I just say why. And, and that goes back to some roots, but just an interesting thought. But the, the overall point here is that, I think you should always, I, I, I firmly believe in, in question a healthy, casual way. Um, I think, I think you should question everything in a healthy and casual way in, in the sense of just, just asking questions and, and think about things because, and also I think there's a, there's something in, in my generation that, uh, cause I'm in my twenties, um, my generation that is kind of a flaw, like it's where it's, will will excuse not knowing or not doing or not having something as well I don't need it in the sense of it's not a direct need right here in my life like it's not glaring me in the face saying you need this like you need to eat and breathe and it's like well that's not why you you don't have that so <laughs> you know and a lot of times these are things that it's not like well the need isn't there it's one of those things where you have it but you hope you don't need it so to 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 shed some light on this I was talking to people about um, essentially like your car breaking down or I think is what I, what I needed and changing a tire. They're like, well, I have AAA. And I was just like, I'm also, I'll say this. I'm a, I'm, I'm kind of an old school in this sense of, but it just kind of runs in my family and get this from my dad is almost the always being prepared in the sense of it doesn't hurt you to know more, like to know how to do things. Oh, because that's what I was talking about. I drive a stick shift and I was like, Hey, it, it's, I said, that's theft proof also because like it, it helps with theft prevention for me in the sense of someone stealing my car. It doesn't stop them from breaking in, but it can help them from stealing my car because <laughs> picture this, you know, some guy's walking around and he's like uh, trying to look for a car. So comes up to my, um, my 06 Honda, which I don't know why he'd be walking up to that one to steal it. And he goes, you know, and say he's thinking about stealing it. He walks up to this one, look in and he goes, ah, stick shift. Can't steal this one. And not from a sense of like, oh, I can't steal a sh stick shift because there's something wrong with it. No, I can't steal a stick shift because I don't know how to drive it. And I was thinking about that. And so I'm curious to know, and I'll probably put this out on Twitter is, um, as a poll is, you know, do you know how to drive a stick shift? Um, you know, how many, cause I think most people, most younger people at least will say 35 and under, I think it's probably eight or 90% don't know how to drive a stick shift. 
And I'm not saying this, and by no means I'm saying this is a skill you need to have. It's not necessary at all. Cars are now made automatic. You have to like literally request the stick shift if you want that. But however, does it hurt you to have that skill? No. But the problem here is, is then, well, because that's what I said and, and that people just respond, well, I don't need to know. And I said, that's not what I'm getting at is it's not a need, but it's a, it's a benefit, right? Like not everything you do has to be out of need. Do you only do what you need to do? No, you go above and beyond all the time because maybe you care about something. Maybe you want something, maybe you like something in a particular way and you do it because it's just how you prefer it. And so I think it goes the same way. It's like, I don't need to know all this extra stuff, but I, but, but, but it doesn't hurt me. So, I mean, if I, if, if I can learn this extra stuff, then why not? Like, like if I have the opportunity to learn a stick shift, then like, why not? I'm not going to sit here and go out, go out, go way out of my way and make a huge effort. And I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, look, what if you got a buddy who has a stick shift? Be like, Hey, can you teach me to drive a stick shift? And you just at least learn the basics. So you could, you know, limp something along. And, um, you know, this is like in the weirdest way it's in, it puts you in a crazy scenario. So it, it's, it only, becomes really useful in very, very specific scenarios. Um, but it's kind of one of those things. It's like, I don't, I don't need this skill necessarily. It doesn't make it useless though. It, it's a positive skill to have and it, and it helps your coordination between your, your feet and your hands. And I think it helps your, your perception of driving and, and your activeness in driving and, and your, because you have to, you have to feel the car. You have to understand the RPMs. You have to do all that and gauge that with your speed as well as drive. And so I think it improves you cognitively as a driver. And maybe there's some studies that, that show that, and I should look that up, but you know, this is, it was just, it cracks me up. I, I, I got dismissed so fast because, well, I don't need to know that because I have an automatic and I, and I, I truly, truly think this is, in a lot of ways, it's it's very very shallow, short sighted thinking. Like it's if you okay, so if you're only ever thinking about need and need that is directly in front of you, then you're gonna miss a lot of stuff. And honestly, you're probably gonna get put in situations where it's like, crap, I wish I knew how to do that kind of scenario. Like I know a bunch of random stuff, and a lot of it, most ninety eighty percent of it, I don't use every day. I don't even use once a week or once a month. But you know what? Situations do come along, and then I'm glad I know how to do it. And it's just like, it's not, I just hold to a belief that if you can know more, why not? Because it'll only benefit you. It doesn't hurt you in any way. And that's what I look at is, is kind of from the negative aspect of things. It's like, does it harm you? If it's so, so working on the premise of it's not that hard, meaning like you're not, you don't go through extraneous circumstances to learn this, to get said skill, you know, say it's learning to tie some knots and every night you spend 15 minutes and you just practice a couple knots on a piece of rope at home. Like that kind of thing. Like it's not costing you, it's not breaking your bank. It's not stealing your weekend or, you're, or, you know, you're not, it's not hours and hours of labor, you know, once a week or something like that or having to overstress you, but it's something little and it's like, you don't need to know how to do this. But in a case where you go camping or you're trying to do something, whatever, it's like, Knots, it, knots, there are plenty of cases where knots can be useful. And with a stick shift thing, it's a little bit less, but it's like you could be in a situation where you run into something. It's like, ah, oh, this is a stick shift. He knows how to drive a stick shift and you can drive that. Or um, honestly, then you can pretty much drive a motorcycle too or anything else that has a clutch because it's all the same. It's just the, the mode. You know, you shift with your foot on the motorcycle the clutch was with your hand and it's vice versa on the car. But, um, because of that, I was able to, to drive a tractor and learn to drive a tractor relatively easily because I knew I'd, I'd driven motorcycle, ridden motorcycles and, um, had a stick shift car. And so I had that ability 
Um, and now, you know, you can still scoff at this and be like, oh, this is ridiculous. Because honestly, I think that specific point is ridiculous. But um, I think I'd said, what if your car had broken down or something like that? And I don't know how I shifted from that. She goes, well, that's why I got AAA. And they're like, yeah, AAA. And I just, I leaned back in my chair and I was like, uh, don't you want to be self-reliant? I am self-reliant. I have AAA. I was like, you are self-reliant and getting a service and that service is going to cover you 90% of the time. But is it going to kill you to know how to, to take, to take an hour to learn how to change a tire and just change your tire in your driveway? So you know how to do it. Like, does that hurt you? No, it only benefits you. And then be, because while I hope you are never in that situation and AAA can always cover your butt, there is a there is always a chance that you could somehow end up in that situation or say this, you're with someone who doesn't have AAA. That's my, oh, so if you don't have AAA, so if I have AAA but I'm with you and it's your car, can I use my AAA? That's a great question. I'm going to look that up real quick. Um, um, what's his car? Let's see. According to AAA, membership provides benefits to the actual member, not the vehicle. That means if you are with someone else who's having car problems, you can use your car to get service for their vehicle. Same would work if you don't have a membership, but a friend traveling with you does. Okay. Well, then that helps it. So, I mean, thanks to modern technology and things like that, like people don't really have to actively be as handy and know how to do these things. But I, I hold to the notion that like, and this is kind of maybe the crazy paranoid side of me, but like something totally radical happens and AAA is not available, you know, and we're all of a sudden it's like you need to know how to be handy and stuff. And it's like it doesn't hurt you to know how to be handy because then you're able to do DIY stuff and you can do it. But I guess I guess, you know, most a lot of people look at it as like, well, I don't need this. So uh, but it comes back to it's like it's an it's such an interesting thought to me that it doesn't process and work in my mind. That mindset. I don't have that mindset of it's not a direct need blasting me in the face. I.e., I have AAA, so I don't need to know how to change a tire or work on my car or anything. But then it's like, I feel like it puts you in a position of how many how many times have you heard of dealerships or mechanics screwing people over because they're like, well, you need this, this, this and they have no idea what it, any of it is. And someone might say, well, that's why I have my dad or whatever or someone else. And it's like, I don't know. I what I see is just this 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 reliance of just okay, I've got I've got I've got this service and then I've got these people in my life and so I'm always going to be covered. And it's I, I see too much blind trust in in these things that. I just don't, I just see a really, yeah, a, a just a blatant trust in the, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like you should, if you have these things in place, definitely use them and go to them first. And I hope that they work out, but I think it's always boy scout model. Always be prepared, you know, know how to do them so you can at least help and, and you'll be helpful. And I think it, overall, I just come back to this. It doesn't hurt you at all to know these things. Like it's not, and it's not a super big hassle either. And so I don't want it to make it seem like that because if it's a super big hassle then don't learn it. But like, like how is it hurting you? But, but I think my generation mainly lives with the aspect of like, well, I don't, I, you know, I think they fall on, on the side of those people I was talking to tonight where it's like, Oh, I don't need this because I have these things. And, and maybe, maybe it's me where people get caught in a level of comfort and a level of like this, this blonde, this um, illusion of safety kind of, so maybe it's kind of like the suburb mentality, you know, you live in the suburbs and everything's so safe, you're in a gated community. So it's like nothing. It's like, Oh, I have all this stuff. So I don't have to worry about, you know, say per se owning a gun because none of that's ever going to happen to me. But then what will you hear about? You hear about someone going on a, uh, a thieving rampage in suburban neighborhood or the suburban schools where they, 
where they don't, or the schools where they feel they're the safest and they don't have, uh, they're not in a community of violence where there's a lot of violence present, then you see school shootings happening there. The ones that are less heavily guarded. And that, that was an interesting point brought up to me by uh, Colin Noir on Joe Rogan's podcast. He was talking about, he goes, how many school shootings? He goes, look at an inner city school that's like in the hood or ghetto that where there's, where there's violence all in the community and neighborhoods around it. What do they have? They have they have metal detectors and, and armed security guards, and, and it's pretty pretty hefty security in the school. He goes, those schools don't have school shootings. It's not any of those schools. It's the schools in suburbia that where you you build this this idea of safety, and people we naturally fall into this as humans into this mindset of like we're totally safe, like there's nothing, we're untouchable, basically. You know, kind of like that that eighteen year old mentality. I'm invincible. I can do anything, and then you know, not not having a full grasp on how fragile and you know how how careful you need to be with your life in a lot of sense and i think that falls into the same thing is like well we fall into this not totally false but this not not entirely secure foundation which it's pretty secure right but I, I, I don't see it as when I when I when I when I heard those those comments, it was relying on the service that I paid for, or um, I think one of the comments was my dad or my brother. So you there's there's two other people, and and we're putting not taking the res, not taking any responsibility on ourselves really, and well, I guess maybe there's responsibility to get this service. It's a messy thing, right? Like I'm not I'm not faulting these people. Don't don't don't. I'm just giving my opinion on, I think it's beneficial just to know these things, right? Just kind of the more, you know, mindset, but that's me. I think just always wanting to learn and get better and be smarter because uh, for me, for me, I I think it's a, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to get at there is, a, is there, is it's all outsourced, right? Like the responsibility there, the knowledge is all outsourced, which isn't a bad thing. Like I think surrounding yourself, like if Sam are really smart, um, I'm a really great accountant, you know, or say you're a CEO, you know, right. You, you don't know how to do accounting. So you get a really great accountant. You get someone who's really great at, you know, managing people. You get, you get a secretary who's really fast at typing because you're not typing. So like you cover your weaknesses and you, and, and you surround people with your, with your strengths, with your strengths. So, you know, but, but what I, what I'm trying to get at here is taking a little bit of of i i kept calling it self-reliance but you know responsibility on yourself to to learn some skills and build some skills that that could be useful to you that apply directly to you you know like know a little bit about your car and and how to change your battery how to change a tire and just you know some basic things where it's not really that hard you know how often you should change your oil just so you can be better for you like it's only gonna help you it's not gonna hurt you but um you know, that's, that's just not how some people think. And that that's fine. Uh, we live in a free country where people are free to be idiotic. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, they're, they're free to make that choice. And I mean, we're so in, in today's world where, you know, technology and companies are so far along that you can just have a service like AAA and it's like, well, they'll just take care of it. Um, but I always fall under the point of what if you are in an area where either AAA can't get to you or you can't get to them, meaning, no cell phone service and usually when i when i say no cell phone service now people go, well there's cell phone service everywhere it's like your phone could be dead your, your cord could not be there i mean there's there's plenty of things look i can list the whole things i tell you what it's not a likely scenario i'm not saying it's a likely scenario but i'm saying it's a possible scenario and it's one that's frankly i think more possible than people think you know you could end up in that scenario quite easily and 
you know, say your battery dies and then it's like, well, and your phone's about to die. Well, it's like you don't have a way to charge your phone then through your through the battery on your car. So then your phone dies. It's like, how do you contact them? How? And you hitchhike and I mean, sure, you probably have, you know, what if you're kind of on a back road? And it's like, there you are. You're stuck. <laughs> you need to change a tire. need to do whatever. But, you know, just, just some interesting food for thought and something that I thought about today. But uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just different. I guess I'm just different. And I just, for me, it's, it, it comes from like a good place, right? Like I, it comes out of frustration and, and I'm just very intense and aggressive. And so people get intimidated and they're like, Oh crap, he's angry and stuff. And it's like, no, 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 it's, it comes from a, a really a caring place. Like I just want the best for people and I want people to know as much as possible. But, uh, it comes back to, you know, you take a horse to water, you can't make a drink. And I just got to remember that. Just got to chill out and remember that. Um, on a different note to wrap things up, Totally random side notes. Have you ever been cruise like cruise control and I'm like passing this semi on the highway and also the semi decides he wants to speed up, but there's a guy riding my tail and but the semi decided to speed up and then he flashes my lights. So I am like I'm not by the front of the semi, I'm not by the back. I'm right in the center, kind of where the where the semi meets where the truck meets the trailer, basically. Where the trailer attaches to the semi. And so, but, but I'm flicking up my, my cruise control to speed up ultimately. So then I can continue passing. Cause I, I started to pass the semi and then I didn't, uh, well then also the semi just like, I'm going to speed up. And I was like, I hate when people do that, by the way, like, come on, like, really dude, at least let me get around. Like, well, why were you going slow? And I think half the time it's because people aren't paying attention, realize they're going slow. And then also they see someone pass them and they go, how fast am I going? Oh crap. I need to speed up. And then it's like this whole thing. But anyways, there was this challenger on my butt but i was cruise control i was like i'm passing him i'll get around him and then i would you know i i want to be a, i'm a courteous driver best i can and i'm like i'm gonna get over and you can keep cruising the fast lane which by the way this guy's probably going 10 or 15 over the speed limit so how much right do you actually have to get mad at me not a lot not a lot but anywho um semi starts to speed up and so i'm like oh crap and right as I, I realize this and I'm about to go increase my cruise control and speed up, I, I look at my, I just glance at my rear view and this freaking car flashes his headlights at me a couple times. And I'm like, and so generally like when you come up on a car and you want to get around them, you flash your headlights. And so then, then they usually, for me at least, from what I was taught is that you do that and then that, then they get over because so in this scenario, person isn't passing lane lane to the right is open you go up you flash their lights they get over and you can pass on the left so everybody follows the rules so why what's this dude doing flashing his headlights at me where am i supposed to go you want me to hit the ditch you want me to floor it you want me to go straight up in the sky go go gadget you know extendo legs extendo tires monster truck and then you can go under me like Really, dude? And then someone flashed him at me later, too. And I was like, what is? what are people doing today? What's going on? Twice in like five minutes, and I I wanted to just veer into one of these cement supports for these overpasses. I was like, come on, really? But then I was like, wait a minute. Why am I going to do that? Let other people dictate my life. Don't let other people dictate your life. But uh, let's end on it. That was just a funny random story. Let's end on a positive note here today. So... <sighs> positive note for today let's think of this remember let's uh road rage is an interesting thing 
it's like when we get to separation of these vehicles and we're driving and it's, I don't know. I feel like we, everyone, everyone is always like, yeah, I, I you know, I, I get road rage so bad. And it's like, let's not get road rage. Let's how about let's realize that everybody, you, you know, think about the other person. Like this person may be in a rush or this may have happened or that may have happened. And, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt because sometimes that happens and be patient. That's what I always tell myself. It's like, this is just a patient test. Stay patient. Like, because getting angry, you're only rising your cortisol levels and that stress ultimately has, you know, effects on negative effects on you and your body and your, your longevity. And it's like, is it really worth it for this Yahoo who you saw for two seconds and you don't even know, like, come on, you know, let's, let's try and make each other better. And with that being said, I think you should try and be driving as well and as courteous as possible. And even then you're still going to run into jack wagons. So don't let the jack wagons lead you down. Keep cruising, keep, keep drawing along and we'll see you tomorrow. We'll be back here with the raid. Uh, I believe it's episode seven. Um, should be fun. So uh, hit me up on Twitter, answer that question for me so I can have a few of those to read tomorrow or the next day. Um, I'm going to try and fit them in tomorrow's episode. I think I can. And, um, Yeah, stay strong out there. Keep your guard up. Go into battle ready. That's all metaphorical. Biking out.